Hello, and welcome to Columboys, the podcast all about the hard-boiled, reciprocal, spared-no-expense world of Lieutenant Columbo. I'm Mac, and to the right, you will see a herd of the first dinosaurs on our tour called Ben. One of the earliest carnivores, we now know Ben is actually poisonous, spitting its venom at its prey, causing blindness and eventually paralysis, allowing the carnivore to eat at its leisure. This makes Ben a beautiful but deadly addition to Columboys. Welcome, Ben. <laughs> ah! Today, we're taking a look at the eighth and final episode of uh, season three, A Friend Indeed. This episode stars Richard Kiley as a police commissioner who trades alibis with his hapless neighbor. Richard Kiley is best known for the exorbitant rates that he charges for voiceover, specifically for the InGen Corporation's Jurassic Park attraction on Isla Nubular. Uh, this episode was directed by Ben Gazzara, instantly recognizable for his portrayal of Brad Wesley, the evil business guy in Roadhouse. It's not very def well defined exactly what B he does. <laughs> <laughs> He's just evil. Don't worry about sure, it. Sure, because business. Uh, Gazzaro would have made an excellent choice for a Columbo foil, uh, but unfortunately that never came to pass. Aww. He would have been really good. Yeah. I mean, you watch Roadhouse, you could see Columbo uh, in this. You, you could see them kind of yeah, going at it. Yeah, for sure. Um, this episode is the second Columbo so far to be written by Peter S. Fisher, who would go on to produce the show in the 1990s. Along with Columbo creators Levison and Link, he would also go on to create another of TV's best-loved unlikely detectives, Jessica Fletcher, on Murder, She Wrote. Uh, Peter S. Fisher has not passed, but he will leave behind him a legacy of beloved, quirky detectives uh, eventually. He's fine. Yeah. yeah well, I'm glad he's, he's fine. He's perfectly fine. He, he's, he did some killer work. Yep. Uh, this is a great episode. Oh, my God. It's so good, Matt. It's really good. Um, it's so good. The I, performances, the direction, the the, the, the whole thing. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I know that we we, we mentioned it in, while we were watching it. That, right. Like, that we both had that point of, like, it kind of feels long. It, it feels like there's a lot. Yeah, it definitely... But it doesn't, but it doesn't feel like... Uh, god i need this to be over like it's not that kind of no, long it doesn't drag it's just that a lot happens yeah a lot more seems like it's happening it's in this super than in previous dense episodes yeah it's very dense but it, it's also doesn't feel rushed i would say no there's a lot that happens um scenes have a lot of emotional weight and there there are scenes that seem to happen that don't really in the moment have a lot of like utility but then make more sense later on right but they come into play like really well yeah um, there, or there's, uh, so to set up the scene, basically, um, a, a man, uh, murders his wife in a fit of rage because she's mm -hmm. been cheating on him. Yep. That's Hugh Caldwell. Hugh Caldwell. He he murders his wife, Janice. Yep. He calls his, uh, neighbor for help. Um, mm -hmm. and, uh, the neighbor, uh, says that, uh, stay here at the, he finds him at the club. Uh, his neighbor says, stay at the club. Uh, I'll go back and take care of stuff. Call me. And, uh. When uh, when you, I'll answer the phone and then you just stay in the club for the rest of the night. Basically. Right, right. You just stay here and we'll take. I'll take care of it. Yeah. So he goes back. He um, changes the scene around uh, so that the woman is wearing a nightgown. Mm -hmm. uh, he takes all of the jewelry from upstairs, mm -hmm. pockets it, and then he uh, heads back to his place and. Uh, well, he also answers the phone. When, answers the phone when Hugh calls, yes. basically to give Hugh an alibi. An alibi. And he's, to, at the, he's at the bar and he talks to the bartender right. and to um, muddy the time of death. Yeah. Yes, and then uh, when 
he goes back to his house next door or across the street. Yeah. But, um, but you know, anyway. neighbors, um, but, uh, he see, he looks across the street, pretends to see someone tells his wife, Oh, I pretended to see someone. Uh, or as <laughs> it tells why he's printed, he tells his wife, Oh, I saw somebody over there. I'm going to call someone. He, we then learn at this moment that he is a deputy police commissioner. Right. Um, and he says, uh, you know, send, send, uh, send somebody over. And, um, this is probably where he makes his first mistake, though we don't necessarily find out about it until, until later. later. But I would argue it is probably the worst mistake. It's he maybe he this... actually has already made a couple of mistakes. Yes, but this but... is the, this is probably the single dumbest thing he could do, which is that yeah. he he asked for Columbo to be involved yeah. <laughs> from the beginning, which was a mistake. And yep. he's a police commissioner, so he should definitely know better. He should have known better. <laughs> Like he doesn't uh, Columbo have... basically calls him out on the carpet for like, hey, uh, you asked for me yeah, specifically. How did you know, how how did did you know? know she was dead already right. when you this hadn't is... been over? Apparently he asked when he uh, called for a car uh, before anyone had even been to the house. Yeah. Um, which is weird. I think we can all agree that it's yep. weird on a lot of levels. If he had just asked for homicide, you know, that would be one thing. But yep. he asked specifically for Lieutenant Columbo. Yeah. Uh, uh, spoiler alert. Yeah. Crooked cops. Don't call for Columbo. Yeah, it's a bad. It's a bad play. Just in general, try not to try not to purposely get the most uh, celebrated detective on the NYPD. Right. Yeah. <laughs> maybe on, on your case don't get his attention. Yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, maybe he's not incredibly celebrated. Maybe everybody hates him. It's it's unclear exactly. You know, he never really yeah, has any notoriety, so it doesn't seem like anyone else really understands how great a detective he is. So yeah. maybe it's just like this, like. He's like the secret, the secret gold of. Yeah, it's weird, right? Though, yeah. you, if you think about that, it's like, uh, oh, at this, this point, detective has a one hundred percent hit rate. Yeah. Like he's never had a murderer get away. At this point, we've seen him solve. We don't give a shit about him. Twenty-five essentially unsolvable well, crimes. Yeah, <laughs> like knock him out of the fucking park. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe what we're not seeing is that everybody gets fucking acquitted because yeah, who knows? They're on, like, who knows what the back end of it? Evidence. But definitely, he's a. <laughs> <laughs> he's it's definitely got that. a good got a good catch rate if not, yeah. you know we don't know what his convict rate is but his you right. know that's his, not the conviction isn't his is in his department. right that's not his problem exactly that's up to the district attorney um this uh what's what's the commissioner's name uh his first name is mark i didn't write okay. down his Rich, last name richard Kiley. Yeah, yeah um he says that they're gonna up the police he says that he and his wife in a news conference he says yeah. that he and his wife saw the man yeah uh then he's uh then he says that they're going to uh, up the police presence in the area and there's going to be a helicopter, uh, you know, buzzing around right. Bel Air. Uh, extremely low, flashing its light on just random things, yeah. which on I would feel like... If multi-million were, dollar homes yeah, in Bel Air. Like there might be some complaints. Like, I understand yeah. there's a burglar and a murderer around, but like I feel still feel like people would be like... That's not cool. You can't just. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what the legal. They they would be very upset with him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, like, yeah, it's just a weird. Yeah. So he goes. <laughs> so he goes home after this press conference. Murders his wife in the bathtub, mm-hmm. um, because she is too. I think because she's too loose with the money. Yeah. Right? So so like earlier when he's uh, uh, faking that he's seen the guy running from the other house yeah. and all of that, like he's. He's essentially uh, chewing her out for wasting her money on all these sad sacks and like 
pushers and junkies and blah blah blah. Yeah, Basically, it's his, a oh his, she inherited a bunch of money and right. she's a philanthropist. Yeah, she's giving it away to like a felon, like ex felon. Yeah, sort it's of, like a halfway house. Yeah, basically, something, something, some sort of uh, re rehabilitation, you know, reintroduction into society. They don't, they don't yeah. go into it too much, but it is basically. Yeah, she's, yeah. She's They give us out. enough context. Yeah, and that's that's kind of where we learn. You know, he says like, oh, don't tell me about ex cons. I wrote the book on ex cons. Right, you know? right. Where he's just a complete unabashed asshole about it but uh he's she's the one with the purse strings so he murders her to get the inheritance yeah um and then uh he has the neighbor who looks like a like larry hagman from uh i dream of genie (laughs) right he really does he really does he really does um and then he uh he's like a little more wet around the eyes yeah yeah just kind of a doughier like like if you inflated him slightly yeah inflated him a little bit and then let it deflate a little and then it's kind of stretched out but then sort of sunken in right and then slapped a towel on his face absolutely yeah he always does kind of look like he's just been like slapped with something well he's in a lot of stress yeah which is fair he did choke his wife out when they got into an argument he did murder his wife he claims to not remember it he was just in a in a fit of rage he's not a nice guy but of the murderers he's the slightly more sympathetic yeah he is he is is at least slightly more sympathetic because he didn't really agree to cover up someone else's murder yes um (laughs) the this guy the the, is now press has been press ganged into uh helping with this second murder yep um and he's going to uh that's right because they're at the funeral for his wife yeah This all happened and, and relatively that, quick because I think we're led to believe that quick. it's the next day, right? So yeah, they've already it seems got a like funeral it. together the next day. Generally, they don't go that fast. Yeah, it seems like it takes longer for that, but I guess just, you know. I don't know. Whatever. I gotta get her in the ground. I guess. Um, I don't know. It's, it's. It, I mean, it's television. It's t- right, But it exactly. is weird that, that it is in the fiction of the show, the break-ins happen on con- consecutive, consecutive days. nights. Right. Which means that, yes, the, the funeral was like ready to go yeah which is crazy i agree (laughs) on a lot of levels like that turnaround was like less than 24 hours yeah um but the so he is now going to help with this murder Mm -hmm. um he dresses up all in black puts a stocking over his face and then as the helicopter is going over the police commissioner's house he says, oh, I spotted someone down there. Mm-hmm. His, and conveniently. His classic, his classic move. Oh, yeah, I just yeah, yeah. saw someone. Oh, I saw a thing that no one else <laughs> with me saw. Right. And then uh, they go bring the spotlight around, and <laughs> you see him, the neighbor come out with the dead body of the wife. Yep. And hucks her into the pool, fully dressed. Yep. And she doesn't, she isn't moving. She doesn't. Yeah. And actually, we get probably the biggest stunt we've seen in Columbo so far. Yeah, maybe maybe the biggest stunt in any Columbo ever. Uh-oh. But uh, I, I, no, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, but I mean, but definitely, you're probably right. Definitely so far. Um, yeah, jumping out of a out of a helicopter okay. into a pool, like a right. 10 foot drop. But yeah. having a helicopter that low in a res, like that's pretty yeah. dangerous. Yeah, it was not very high off the ground. Like, yeah. well done. It, it's weird that this is the moment they chose to like go to go do all a, in to on do a, stunt, a stunt yeah but like but also it works yeah i think every other sort of stunt that's happened has been something that's like off screen yeah. or, or maybe like a car rolling down well there the was hill. like blowing up all the all the trash well that doesn't count because that's just right. that's just demolition like this is the first one i think that has multiple humans right has a human actually like diving into the water yeah in the pool there was a human there was two humans at least in the helicopter Mm -hmm. like 
This is a this is a stunt with multiple people right. where multiple people are in danger. Now, now, Mac, I feel like I have to point out that yes. that we we glossed over one of the most amazing moments in this. Well, we're going to be back. Episode. I just oh, I just, oh, just okay. want to talk about the. I just like as part of the briefing thing, okay, I like okay. to get the murder out so that we can talk. No, about that's it. fair. All right, I'll save it. So then uh, he dives off the helicopter, uh, comes back, and uh, says. Uh, you know, picks up his wife. The police are on the scene, and he tries. He pretends like he's going to do mouth to mouth, but right. she's already dead. She's yeah, already she's been dead. dead for uh, hours. hours. Yeah, yeah. And in fact, yeah, when <laughs> when he does mouth to mouth, it's not even like actual CPR. No, it's just basically he's just like, kind of making out with yeah, a dead lady. Yeah, pretty much. It's real uncomfortable. I was uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm sure the I'm sure the actor I, being I, made out with was not comfortable. I agree with you. <laughs> I, I can't imagine that was a lot of fun for her. Yeah, but yeah. So so he so he forces Hugh into basically, uh, you know, into uh, this yes, this yeah, murder helping plot. him out with this, and then I and think then from there the, it, maybe the reason that it seems so long is because the first murder happens like. First Bef- thing. Yeah, like before... It does, yeah, we don't even... Before the cameras roll. Yeah. Um, the first thing we see is this guy making a call to mm-hmm. the commissioner's house to see if he's there and finds out he's at the club, walks it back into the other room, finds... Right. And sees that's his when wife we see... Yes. Yeah. And that's when we learn that there's been a murder. But then it's another probably like 20 minutes until the second murder, yeah. which is probably why it feels so long because right. we have the investigation part. The investigation comes in very quickly. Very quickly. And then... And, and Columbo is involved and doing normal Columbo stuff but then that is extended to basically the entire episode minus the very beginning sort right. of murder framing part um which normally i think is a little longer it can be lo- longer or shorter but the fact that you've got this murder investigation murder mm-hmm. investigation makes it feel yeah. makes its telescope out well yeah it feels like there's more going on because there is because it's a denser episode than, yeah. than usual and, and i think that i i really like this twist on the formula yeah like i think it was a lot of fun to watch and kind of dig it's very, into it's similar to the uh robert culp um the the investigator one. Oh yeah the first one uh death lends a hand death lends a hand yeah. it's very similar in that you've got someone inside the investigation Patient mucking this, it up yeah. this guy is on top uh you don't really see there isn't really much in the way of interference like when you hear that it's the commissioner you kind of expect him to sort of be shutting stuff down or closing off avenues right. or that kind of thing or throwing his weight around and that doesn't really happen no really the biggest thing that he does is he he essentially holds a presser like right away yeah and throws it on what we find out is basically the bel air burglar there's somebody who is right. burgled like three other homes in the same neighborhood this guy jessup Right, who we see in an early Artie scene, Jessup is, yeah. a, is a real slob. Who they and... actually show us really early on in the episode, yeah, too, without any with context. no context. Yeah, yeah I yeah. mean, you kind of get it because right. he he's like definitely seems like a shady guy. You learn from right. that first scene that he's fresh out of right. prison. Well, that's the point where it's like we're supposed to infer from that because it's him talking to the fence, and the fence is like, "Fuck you, man! I'm not I'm yeah. not buying any because of your of shit. It's too hot." And the yeah. and the guy says, uh, "The guy says I didn't do those murders," and he says, "Well, yep. either way, we can't touch the right. stuff. Because, I'm not touching this shit because if anyone tracks it back, they'll they'll track it back to you. And now that there's been a murder, people are looking hard for this. Stuff. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Also, I have to. I have to take an aside because uh, you have to look real hard at that fence's outfit because holy <laughs> shit, that is some 70s. It is, 
There's it is a, like the, it's not tan, but it is that light brown leather jacket that yeah. is so specific to the 70s. And then it's double breasted with gold buttons and then it has epaulets. Like it is, it is the best trashy 70s kind of leather jacket. I think that there's a really good thing that happens in this uh, particular episode in all of the Columbo stuff, what we would mm-hmm. consider to be the traditional Columbo stuff, is shot in the traditional style with a little variation here and there as far as, like, um, in some of the investigation scenes, there's a lot of, like, natural lighting. Uh, there's a lot of, not natural lighting, right. but, like, more naturalistic lighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The lighting that seems to be coming from fixtures in the room instead of the standard Columbo like film lighting out. that yeah, yeah. that uh, the sitcom style um, where the entire thing is uniformly lit and there are no shadows. There's a lot of shadows yeah. in a lot of these scenes. But then uh, when you get over to the crime stuff, it, there's a lot, it's shot more like a 70s crime film. Right. Like there's a lot of uh, handheld cameras. There's a lot of like, uh, oh, yeah, uh, you're right. natural, you know, naturalistic dialogue comes in a lot more for the, those scenes. Yeah. Um, which I think is really cool. Like, like, it's taking the Columbo formula and sort of adapting it to the style of thing, which is it is it is more of a crime story than necessarily like a Columbo-y sort of story. Right. It has it has a lot of that feel, and these these cr- criminal characters who feel like not necessarily like real people, but like nineteen yeah. seventies versions of what these real people were. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm blanking on. Uh, 70s crime <laughs> serpico uh, right that's the yeah. first thing that i was thinking yeah. and i didn't want to just drop that out because sure. it's literally the only reference i have <laughs> no but yeah but like but it's a yeah that same yeah. kind of thing where it's like they're they're trying at least to make them yeah. feel more authentic there's there's there are actual locations uh used for yeah the, like the dive bar. oh my god that dive bar is amazing it's a re- it's it, it has a real feel and you can tell it was really shot in a real dive bar. yeah um it's it's dirty it's filled with incredible extras extras who are either like the best extras ever or are literally just the bar patrons the bar patrons (laughs) who got free drinks during the shoot it's a it's a it's a wonderful uh array of 1970s uh drunk oh it's so uh, good drunks yeah it's 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 so good it's amazing and horrifying um but that bar you're right that that but like that bar and also they do some stuff in the alley that's right outside that bar and you can see la in the distance it's a real it's it's a real physical place right has that feeling of sort of reality that a lot of Columbo doesn't. Right. Yeah. Most of most of the stuff you always kind of feel like, oh, we've gone back to a set, or we're shooting on location inside a building somewhere yeah, where we and, can't identify outside. And I mean, all of the stuff that's in the mansion sets very much feels like that. Right. But the stuff that's at the bar, the mm-hmm. stuff that's at the police station, these yep. feel like real places. Yeah. Um, which is is really nice. Like it's a real good sort of uh, palate cleanser from a lot of set stagey sort of stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a really it's it's a really exciting thing to see kind of coming up in the show that like i mean obviously you have you have a better reference point than i do uh it's one of those where like i really hope that uh some of that pays forward you know not that everything is you know a 70s crime film but just that idea of like having some real locations i think that this is a good balance there's stuff that'll come later that's that's much more crime story there are a couple columbos that not to you know spoilers but wherever there are a couple columbos that are just a a book from a series of uh unrelated 
uh, cr- real crime, real crime, not real crime. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but true, I, true right. crime. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, true, real fake. True, crime. real fake crime stories that they slotted Columbo into. Oh, and like a couple of those take place in New York, and Columbo's in New York for some reason. Okay. Um, and those are much more traditional crime stories. I think this is a good balance because you have this sort of reality, and it will kind of go back and forth from the Columbo traditional drawing room they're definitely still more you know everybody sort of sitting around and talking about a murder kind of thing that that's not going away that's kind of a mainstay of the series right up until the end and uh, thank god i mean that's that is (laughs) i mean that's like a lot of the meat good yeah. yeah um but yeah i think that this is kind of a good way to have the familiar and the new in balance because they're not too uh opposed to each other you know and they're and they're not uh, neither one is given undue prominence and they and they meld in a way that it doesn't feel too jarring yeah when they come together at the end like yeah. that that final because i mean w- w- i mean we cover the basics of the, the yeah. murders and we don't have to get into like all the yeah so as part of the, all the details the way I guess, that but. the way that the cat the catch works is um richard kiley has taken jewels from the uh wife's house right we later learned that those jewels well, from, yeah from hugh's house from hugh's right. house um from the f- from the first murder um we learned that those jewels are all fake mm-hmm. um that doesn't actually really play into the catch very much right other than it, it'll it's, it'll help to prove that a real thief wouldn't have bothered because they right. were all fake right it's important but it's not strictly speaking a hundred percent it leads to the it's catch. definitely going to help in court you know when right, they say right. why would this guy but take it, these it leads colombo to developing his catch right exactly because he figures um the it turns out that the <laughs> it turns out that the wife uh was having money problems because of all the boys she was uh she was out dating these, yep. these younger men yeah there's actually speaking of the location shots there's a location shot where colombo goes to talk to her i guess current boyfriend yes or uh, at least one of them, we right? Don't know. Who works at like a, a you know, a an, car, a, a car, dealership. car dealership, and uh, and that is like that is a legit car dealership. Yeah, and filmed on a rainy day. Yep. Um, they made it. It's not raining during the thing, but it, no, it's clear but, that they had like uh, one chance to do it. It's like yeah, yeah, done yeah. in like maybe one or two shots. Yeah, like all together, it's real quick. Yeah, they did not mess around no. getting that done. Pro- props to Ben Gazzara for getting it, getting that for set real. up, and getting that shot in and getting out of there <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um but it you know it's it's uh so these so the catch the catch right um <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry uh, i'm the one who no, took us on the tangent that's right. um so the she has been selling her her jewelry back to the jeweler but uh he's been helping her out by basically helping her fabricate replacements like, that right. look like, like costume jewelry that versions. look like the original but with to the naked eye would not be uh yeah right they, but they're glass they're cheap yeah yeah like um, any any real thief would spot it in a in a hot second yeah um so the uh those jewels uh are in the in like a golf bag in the commissioner's yeah the uh, commissioner garage. has stashed them rather than like <laughs> i don't know Throw them disposing yeah. of them I, I mean i guess they are if they were real they would be like multi you know True. you know it'd be worth tens of thousands of dollars right and he did kill his wife for money yeah. and also maybe it was part of his plan to like frame it. right yeah eventually it clearly he, was mean, part of I his think, plan to, yeah i think like, throwing them out would have been pointless on a lot of levels yeah. if you had known that they were all glass like the best thing he could have done would be to throw them right out. but he doesn't because he's not a jeweler he is a police commissioner so uh, the 
So not a very good one not either. A, no, obviously a, a, a bad. <laughs> one. Um, well, what are his crime stats? Let's let's dig I mean, in. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what's uh, what are not the good rates enough, in this district? No, yeah. uh, actually they're great. I mean, he got caught. Oh, so, you know, hey, you that's a really good point. <laughs> um, but uh, so he he takes those jewels. Um, he from Colombo finds out where finds an address uh, for the apartment for the jewel the jewel thief right. Jessup. Yeah, the one that they most likely already like well, they, the burglary suspects. I mean, they know that it's him. They right. know that it's him for the first three. It just doesn't make sense to the police that it would be him for the murders because he has an alibi for both. And also, he's a coward. Right. Um. So the uh, Columbo goes to this guy Jessup. Says, "I know it was you." And they're gonna pin these other two crimes on you, but you can help me out, and we can clear and your name for murder. You're still gonna go down for the other thing, but we right. can clear your name for murder. But we can get you out of this. But also, he's like, "Hey, I like being on the inside. <laughs> All my friends are in there." Yeah, this guy doesn't like. Also, he his, really doesn't seem like he no. wants to be out with and like he his hates old lady his girlfriend so yeah. much. Which is like, why are <laughs> he hates you her so much? What does she have on you? That, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. know. He's an ex-con. He probably doesn't. I mean, you look at the guy; he doesn't have a lot of options. That's a fair point. <laughs> He's like a he's yeah. like a greasy you know seventies uh, a jewel thief yeah greasy seventies you know? cat burglar yeah yeah um, but uh, so he's he's ready to go back inside so Colombo gets him to uh, call the husband yeah the, to call the, Hugh basically call, to blackmail Hugh and, yeah. and be like hey I know I didn't do those murders I know yeah. you did those murders right. I'll confess to the other stuff and yeah. that'll leave you hanging yeah unless you give me five thousand dollars yep. Um, so Richard Kiley says, that's fine. Uh, you know, we'll get, yeah, the, money, get the money, get out. the money out. We'll do it. And just do what I tell you to. And Don't admit to anything. He finds an address. Uh, he goes to Colombo, who's looking through the files, finds an address for Jessup, um, goes to that address, breaks in, stashes the jewels. And, uh, then when Hugh is bringing the money, to Jessup for the for the bribery, mm-hmm. they he has the police waiting and they and they jump on right. him and they grab him and they go back to his place to to uh, and to look for the jewels. To look for the jewels, right. and when they get there, they search the place, and lo and behold, the jewels are there. But that is not Jessup's apartment. That is Columbo's apartment. He just mm-hmm. rented it. He put all his stuff in there. We don't know how Columbo's wife feels about him dragging their entire, you know, bedroom set into someone else's home. Right. Signing um, a lease and all of that. On, I yeah. have a feeling Mrs. Columbo puts up with a lot of this kind of nonsense. A so lot she of probably crazy is bullshit. Just like, yeah. you know what? I'd, I'll yell at him later. Whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah, so he has hidden these jewels, and the only person who could have known this address was Colombo and right. the commissioner. And the commissioner, because he came in and rifled and, through and those. And found then, the files, but yeah. he was the only one who Colombo let see yeah. those files. Which is like, it's such a good it's catch. Good. It's, it's good such catch. a good catch. And yeah. the thing that I really love about it is like before he snaps the trap shut, mm-hmm. like he flat out just looks the commissioner dead in the eye and goes, I think you killed your wife. Yeah. He's right. sort of, as he, as they're doing a search, he's sort of walking in through all of the various inconsistencies. Yep, and it's like, and it's so great to see him get so spun up while yeah. he's still trying to like fake 
look around and then miraculously discover the jewels. There's a bit of a sadist in Columbo, I think, oh, that yeah. doesn't go really go addressed, where he really, like, it's not just that he defeats the person, he really likes, I think, oh, yeah. to, 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 like, rub it in their face. Oh, I think especially <laughs> this one, where yeah. it's like, you're a police commissioner, yeah, I, you should maybe know that murder's bad. I don't think he has any sympathy for this guy. No, but, I just really love seeing him put the screws to him. Yeah, because he's pretty despicable. Yeah, he is a monster. <laughs> he really is Like, bad. he really, like, seriously, this is they're all murderers yeah they're all bad yeah but this guy's a straight monster yeah and i mean there is that sort of you know he's a he's a police officer so the the additional betrayal of, right. of the people who are meant to protect us uh you know depending how you feel about that in general but right, right but right. uh but yeah this is a uh this is a this is a really good episode yeah it's so good man it's i i'm I can't. I can't believe it's the last of the third season either. I, I know. I, I didn't even realize that we were we're, we were up to through. it already. We're getting. We're getting. Through oh my it. god! Season four is coming up quick. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. It'd be. A, you know. Who knows? Uh, well, I mean, you know more than be, I do, well, yeah. but uh, <laughs> which always worries no, me. No, season four. Season four is still really good. No, it's really. I mean, I just. God, it's such a good episode. It really um, is. Yeah. There's. I, I, I know I, you know, bagged on that leather jacket. There are some other uh, amazing things. There are some lapels big enough that you think they're going to, like, you know, start flapping and oh, fly yeah. away. Richard Kiley uh, has huge lapel, but not in the traditional way you think of the the huge right. 70s lapels where it's just the collar is really wide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. These are, like, this is, they are, uh, um, they are Anchorman yeah wide yeah. like anchorman's exaggerated 70s style like nope sorry no it was that real. was real it was real yeah yeah the, the 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 lapels kind of are almost they're almost like try like full triangles yeah like, yeah, yeah. like isosceles triangles i know they're and huge, they just have man. a little notch like a very yep. very small yeah the notch is very small compared to the size yeah of like, it's not at all proportional like they've got to be like five inch lapels something crazy yeah and then but, the notch is like just a little you know centimeter yeah <laughs> basically just a little yeah and there and there's a couple of really good like he's got a suit that has actually normal lapels on it and then it's like a double-breasted vest with it it's a you know, it's like a Prince of Wales check. Like, it's a pretty standard, you know, oh, it's a fancy suit. Um, and, uh, and like, Hugh, uh, when he's in the club at the beginning, uh, is wearing a jacket that also has those gigantic lapels. And it's, yeah. like, a brown, it's, like, an alternating tone, like, really, really large twill. Yeah. Um, anyway, there's some really interesting stuff. That leather jacket is, like, the most 70s amazing kind of yeah. uh, kit. Uh, I, I really for the pusher the pusher yeah thing. yeah the, the fence yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah whatever they're all the same it's a, <laughs> just generic seventies crime guy. I know crime dudes yeah but um but yeah man it's such a good episode I'm yeah I, it's so dense and it was such a fun twist on the whole thing yeah. like mm-hmm. it's really it's up there yeah, I really enjoyed real the hell out of it's it it's real good and uh, Richard Kiley's a really good. God, he's Foil. yeah, he's such a villain. Yeah, like, unfortunately, he won't be back. This I, is his only one. But I mean, that's a shame. But man, he knocked it out of the park. He really did. Yeah, yeah, yeah spared no expense. Yeah, gosh, <laughs> I, I don't even know. I mean, I don't. Re- I, we covered it. It's just. Yeah. Oh nope. Oh nope. Ah, nope. Ah. I, for- I forgot. Oh. I forgot. The thing that we forgot to talk about was when. <laughs> 
Richard Kiley is like oh. strong arming the dude into yeah. into helping him out with his wife murder. Right. <laughs> what does he say, Mac? Well, he says he says uh, you have to do this for me. It's a quid quid quo pro. <laughs> Quid quo pro. No, wrong. Nope. Incorrect. Nice try. It's a quid quo pro. Yeah, it's It's stupid. It's so dumb. Quid quo pro. I don't know how they missed that. Yeah. Uh, Well, you know, a lot of lines. You got to get through it. Yeah. People don't look up their Latin. No. No, somebody (laughs) didn't fact check that one too hard. Well, maybe they noticed and it was already in editing and they're like, well, that's going in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, not, we we can't get him back. Not a lot I can do about that one. Um, yeah, I I think it's it's some good stuff. Yeah, for sure. I don't I don't think I have anything else to say other than <laughs> no, neither do it's I. It's really good. It's really good. If there's you know there are, are I'm sure there's more than a handful of episodes that are worth watching, but this is definitely a banger. Oh yeah. I would say this is up there. Yeah. I mean, you know, we say that all the time. <laughs> we do, but they're, 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 I mean, we've had some bad ones and I yeah. know that there are real bad ones. Yeah. In our future. Mm-hmm. We got <laughs> we got to be more positive. We're always talking we're always talking about our our dark future. I know, man. I'm just I I know that the light in that tunnel is a train. I mean, I know. You've told me as much. I mean, we may, you know, we may die before we ever get to to those Columbos, you know. Chin up. Thanks, pos- Mac. Positively. That, that, the world may end. That, and we don't have to watch those Columbos. I mean, I've already seen them. So I have to live with that. Yeah. Well, you know. Well, well I guess that's going to do guess, it for season yeah, three. <laughs> I guess that'll do it for Columbos. Uh, <laughs> on that cheery note. Um <laughs> There's no way we can end like that. No, no this has been a blast. How, that's how it goes. Yeah, season no, this three is, has season been three is super was super so good. much fun. I would say definitely the best overall season. Yeah, like so far, far this has been the most consistent. I think highs and lows. I would say that this is probably if you're going to start if you're going to start with Columbo, why not start with the third I mean, season? I thought I thought we were gonna. I, I thought it wasn't gonna you know get any higher. I got a Johnny Cash episode. Yeah, it was a real good. And then we got this episode. Yeah. Yeah, this is a great high note to go out on for Absolutely. a season. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's going to do it for Columboys. Uh I'm Ben. I'm Mac. And uh just one more thing. Yeah. Well, Mr. DNA, where do you come from? From your blood. Just one drop of blood contains billions of strands of DNA. The building blocks of life. A DNA strand like me is a blueprint for building a living thing. Columboys is hosted by Mac Johnson and Ben Swallow. You can follow them on Twitter at MacJ and at DandyGeek. The Columboys theme is by Seth Boyer. For more information about this and other great Waffle Media projects, you can go to waffle.media. Thanks for listening.